All right, hello, Idiots on Fred, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Things are well here. Uh, breaking news. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, but uh, right off the, the bat, one hour ago, roughly, before we started recording, word came down, Mr. John McCain is no longer with us. It sucks. E- even now, I think he'd make a better president than Trump. Well, I do, too. Everyone thinks that. Uh, well, anyone with any semblance, but... I, uh, I've seen... I'm, no, I'm talking literally as of now. I'm saying oh. <laughs> with, with with puppet <laughs> strings hooked up to him and, 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 and little Bernie's robots McCain. that move him to, yes, to, to dance a, a weekend at Bernie style uh, to, to shitty steel-drummed electronic dance music. Uh, little Caribbean style, just dancing around with sunglasses. I think he would be better than what we have now. I, uh, have you been online at all in the past hour since he since he left us? Not much. I uh, Facebook a bit. I've seen people on both sides. People are championing him as a hero. Others are demonizing him. I don't know. I think it's complicated. Like I, I'm somewhere in the middle, or maybe I lean towards hero. I don't. I can't demonize him, but I also can't forget that he did give us Sarah Palin. And whenever he would run for office. Like he would sort of lean to the right to to fire the base up. He 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 spoke out for immigration, and when that wasn't working, he turned like he did a one eighty and said, "Build the damn wall." So he he was an interesting character. You can't take away his service to the country, but at the same time, you can't forget he's a human being and he had many flaws. And I I just don't I don't like either side. I don't like the side that are the the people that are championing him as a complete hero and pretending that he did not have flaws and I don't like the people that are saying well Sarah Palin and he was crotchety and old and blah 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 he he was a human which means he was complex and you know he gets his due but he he was flawed he he was a good man but he was flawed and a good man yeah yeah. did did I I agree with him on everything policy wise absolutely not man but uh, the fact is he he would he would go against his own party in, in in many things you know and and he would he would go with them in many things too and and he wasn't just uh towing the party line on on on, on everything and he, he did his own thing and i i respected that plus not only that but he, the guy spent like six fucking years in a tiger cage yep. they they gave him the opportunity to go free and he but with the the fine print only you because his father was like a famous admiral or whatever and uh he was like no uh, i'm not going without the other men here so either we all go or i he he turned down the opportunity to get let go and just so he could wait with the guys there that's fucking badass that's more badass than somebody going I'm I'm progressive in all my values and blah, blah blah blah. Like I I have a hell of a lot more respect for a guy like that than a guy that I just agree with politically and shit. That that's a good point. And the thing I was just gonna say when I said he was a good man, that was uh, the big thing when he ran against Obama in in uh, the town hall meeting. Uh, the woman said he's a Muslim and he's a whatever. And he said no no you know Mr. Obama's a good man. He's a Christian man. He's just someone I happen to disagree with. So. Maybe 75, 25, 75% good, 25% flawed human that did some bad things. I don't know, maybe 80, 20. I just, I don't like the people that are either, you know, demonizing him or championing him. He was a human being. And I will say to the people who demonize him, uh, he was still the guy. Now, did I agree with him on everything? Absolutely not. There was a ton of shit I didn't agree with him on. But he is the same guy who ran against Obama, lost, you know, would with dignity, you know what I mean? Like he didn't, he didn't fucking like bash him. He yeah, didn't, his he, he his didn't. concession speech was amazing. Yeah, right. And 
He's the same guy who, when the Republicans tried to shoot down the very guy's uh, health insurance bill yeah. that, that he fought against, but but they didn't have anything to replace it with, he fucking turned around, looked at his own party, and gave them the big fucking thumbs down. Now, you people that are demonizing him, but you're sucking Hillary Clinton's dick. Uh, did she do the same thing to her husband when he had all these fucking accusers back in the day? No! She toes the fucking party line, dude. So, if you want to demonize him, but but praise all these other people who were um, in your party, and not just with Bill Clinton with stuff like that, but more recent stuff, you know? They, they, they were for the Iraq War. Um... They, they, they were for helping out ISIS by bombing al-Assad, you know, early on and in arming ISIS and things like that. Uh, they laughed their asses off when Gaddafi got a razor blade shoved up his ass on national TV. Well, you know, who with, with, with no I mean, way. On, yeah, was he was funny. a dick, but there was no fucking plan to replace no, that he, guy he, whatsoever. It was like anything. He kept the, the country in line. He did. Yes. The, the, essentially, ISIS has shoved a box cutter up the ass of that entire country thanks to what we've done. And am I saying that we're solely responsible for that, for all sectarian violence that goes on in the region for the rest of time once we've been there? No. But I'm just saying uh, you, you, you can't fucking demonize John McCain for every fucking thing when he's, he's, he's helped out your causes uh, recently, I might add. And... He's actually standing up against the president in his own party, um, unlike most of those fuckers. Good goddamn point. All right, so pushing it to 90-10. <laughs> yeah, as far as give him 90-10. Yeah, he, he was a good guy. He was a good guy. Um, I'm saying the Tiger Cage thing cancels out the other shit. That, uh, you, get, you get bonus points for that. That is, that is true. All right, John McCain will be missed. Uh, breaking news, so we don't have much on it, but we we knew it was going to happen. You want to get into our stories this week? Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's continue on with uh, last week's main topic: uh, the Pennsylvania priests diddling little kids. Now, I I I don't know. I've never been in a crisis situation where I did something completely fucking horrible and got caught doing it. Um, I'm not sure what my response would be in a situation like I can't wrap my. But the interesting thing about this week is some of the responses from the Catholic Church, such as a Catholic League president who says it's not rape if the child isn't penetrated, or uh, Bishop Robert Cunningham, the Diocese of Syracuse, New York, said that the priests shouldn't take all the blame for what happened because, according to Cunningham, the age of reason in the Catholic Church is seven. So seven-year-old boys are culpable for their actions. They were leading the priests on, or they let it happen. Uh, Plus, to be fair, did you see what they were wearing? I mean, they were in dresses, for uh, fuck's sake. Yes. But, I mean, what an interesting turn of events. Like, here you are caught doing this horrible, horrible thing, and you turn right around and get in defensive mode. Not apologize, not, not like, run for cover and say, shit, maybe I shouldn't talk, maybe I should bury my head in the sand, maybe I should just go into hiding, go to Bora Bora. Uh, no, you jump on the offense. You, you start attacking the kids and or trying to redefine sexual assault, rape, and molestation. So I, I got to give some props to the Catholic Church for that one for... I mean, I didn't see it coming. I did not see see uh, an aggressive 
uh, offense being their defense. I you know what I think those two it. guys did is they called up Alex Jones and they were like, Alex, how should I do with this? <laughs> and he's like, sue the people who are accusing you. They're working with Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, deep state agents. You need to, they're, 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 they're crisis actors. They, they were planted in those churches. Sue them back. Sue their families. Sue something. But uh, I thought that was, I thought that was, that was, uh, yeah, did not see but that coming. You'd think to be fair, those are or, two guys. Those are two guys, true. and they and well, it's there not were several the whole others. Those are the only two I sent, but I saw like three or four articles. Uh, I'm just like, wow! Like once, once one guy says it, other guys say, well, shit, maybe I can open my mouth and say something stupid too because this asshole has my back. Right, and those those guys fucked up. Uh, that being said, I've I've been doing a lot of the soundboards at work on a channel, a certain channel that has a lot to do with this shit. A religious and, channel, oh, oh, we might say. Yes. Yes, a certain religious channel that, yes. um, well, likes to pluck the fruit before it's ripe. Before it's ripe, and uh, well, <laughs> they they've honestly been they they've been condemning it in in the harshest terms. These guys are good. just fucking morons who open their mouths when they shouldn't have, and don't represent the the vast majority of the responses within the church. That being said. It's just more of the same from them. Oh, yeah, we need more transparency. Let's let's uh, take an honest look at our church. Blah, 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 blah. But then if anybody suggests, hey, maybe we should let them get married. There's been some other, well, a few other branches of Christianity that's done that. I don't know all of them. And they don't seem to have this fucking problem. Uh, this doesn't seem to be going on. The only one that's doing it is the one who won't let them get married and hang around with, with young boys lighting candles all day in dresses. Like that, they all, they're the only ones who seem to have this problem. And what I'm saying is I think I should be Pope. I think I should get elected Pope. Our, our president right now is not a politician. Therefore, I should be able to be Pope while being an atheist. It would be un-American not to make me Pope. That's the way I see it. As yeah. Pope, what's up? No, I was I, I was I, I was going to start, and then you kept going, so I stopped. No, no, I think we're ahead. on a delay. Oh, I just, I was going to say that that's an interesting uh, point to take. Um, you did did you happen to see a uh, real time with Bill Maher? Not the one uh, this past Friday on what the date would have been. I the saw 24th. I saw clips of it. I don't know if I saw what you're thinking. Uh, of. The week before, so not the twenty fourth, but the the week. So there was a guest on. I can't remember which one it was because I listen to the podcast. I don't watch the show. We have HBO, but I don't watch it. I just when I'm at the gym, I listen to the podcast of real time on. Uh, well, I, well, I, on, uh, on HBO, and uh, someone said exactly what you just said, and what you said last week, what you said on the podcast. Someone later went on, so I'm thinking they listened to our podcast and stole the idea from you. Uh, but some one of his guests said, "I think that a lot yeah. when I watch that show." Anyway, yeah, uh, one of the guests said what you did, saying, "Look." One major way to put an end to all this is to allow priests to marry, because right now you have these predators who say, well, uh, I have these weird thoughts in my head. Where can I get into a position of power and be around little kids and, and diddle them? And that's why they get into the priesthood. And you have normal people that go, you know, maybe I, I you know, I love Jesus. I love the church, but I kind of like women, too. So I don't I don't think I'm going to become a priest. That's a little too much for me. But if you say, you know what, if you love Jesus and you love the church and you can still get married and get laid, well, become a, you might get, you not might, you will get a better class of people in there being priests. 
Well, right, and I I haven't heard a lot of talk about that on that channel. And anytime it comes up, people just kind of brush it off and just kind of, well, they, you know, they've, done, they've done studies that say that wouldn't help. And, you know, or, or, or here's here's one stupid fucking number they'd like to throw out. It's, well, statistically, most of pedophiles are straight married men. And it's like, yeah, if you count the whole population, because that's most of the dudes out there, percentage-wise. And if I, if, I, if I get married and then I go fucking pedophile, like my, my work is not covering it up. You know what I mean? There, there's right. not a systematic cover-up. That's it. Yeah, there's individual cases of this in every branch, in every branch of Christianity, in every religion, in every, you know, there's guys that work at bodegas who molest kids. The difference is... When they get caught, they don't go to a magic bodega camp where they, they fucking pray it away or, or whatever. They There's not a cover-up of it, you know? And and what they haven't mentioned, what I haven't heard anyone break down or explain is what is the risk in letting priests married <laughs> get married? You know what I mean? Like, what is the... If they get married, I, I don't know, man. They're just going to be bringing their wives to work. They're just going to be fucking all the time and not praying. Uh, they're they're, they're, they're going to be late blessing the crackers we're going to be feeding people crackers and not the body of christ it's not going to be cannibalistic at all if they don't have time to fucking bless it and turn it into the flesh of a human being so they they i don't know what the fear is with with letting them married i don't know what well, what's the downside upside to letting them marry maybe a thousand kids won't get fucked in pennsylvania right <laughs> upside to or downside to letting them get married i i, I don't know they, they don't say to me i'm like this seems like a fucking like I, I i don't need to do a study on why it is dumb to have a guy who's not fucking anyone surrounded by young boys in dresses all day with no supervision like i, I don't need to do a study on why that's a bad idea well if the study's just been done it's called the the church for the past however many centuries the study's right. in the, the facts are in yeah you don't need or to how do about this? another study. If I'm Pope, here's what I'm going to do. They're they're getting married. Also, the altar boys, no more altar boys. They're now altar men. That's right. Altar men. <laughs> well, why, why do they got to be boys? Why do they got to be point. boys in dresses? Here's what it's going to be. It's going to be grown men in jeans with combat training and tasers. That's who's lighting the fucking can. No. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I wish we could have it your way, Catholic Church. I wish we could do that. But you keep fucking the kids. So no more altar boys, altar men. Why is that bad? Why is it bad to have grown... We can't have grown men lighting the candles. That would... You're talking insanity now. Why? The candles will get lit better. If anything, kids don't make good workers. Plus, that should be illegal if you, even if you're not fucking them. They're, they're, they're working less than a minimum wage. So, hire people over 18 to light the candles. Um, no dresses. And fine. You know what? I'll compromise. They can be wearing kilts. Kilts is all you get. You get grown men in kilts with beards and their faces painted up blue like Braveheart. I'll even let Mel Gibson do it. He's a fucking devout Catholic. He'll go in there dressed like Braveheart and, and light your candles. How about that? You can have Mel Gibson. He's your altar boy now. He's your altar man. You know why I think they are ultimately against um, the, 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 the idea of mar priests getting married? I think it's why they're against everything. And it's something as simple as tradition and fearing change. Like, yeah. this is the way it's always been done, and what are the mechanics to try and change it? Oh, but, you know, I think that's... I, I Literally, 
It's something that dumb and simple. Well, we've it's always done it that thing. way, and how yeah. do you change it, and blah, 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 blah. You have to change some holy... Scr- it, it's, it's a d- dumb argument, but they, they have nothing other than... I don't think they know how to change. I don't think they literally know, like, what are we with doing? Do an idea with the... It the, hasn't always been that way. It hasn't always been that way. The reason that they made it that way was, I, I think it was around the year 1000-ish, something like that. I'd have to look this up. But... Um, I, I, I heard something about this the other day, and I, I wish I had more of my facts, but um, I, I, know, I know I've heard this in, in school before, like like studying uh, the, the Mediterranean and shit like that, um, ancient history, that kind of thing. But uh, what was going on was this was when the church controlled a lot more, you know, like they, they, they owned a lot of land. They, they, they controlled most of Europe. And so what they did was all the land and shit would get passed down through families, through the families of the priests, you know? This makes and sense. The, the celibacy thing was to break that up to where the priests weren't controlling all of the land. So they were like, okay, well, you're celibate now. God wants you to be celibate. And so, therefore, the the land got distributed out. It not always just... goes to land and money, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. literally, it always boils down to money. Back in the day, land, but it always boils down to money. Right. And it's like, you know, it, if, if you're used to one thing your whole life, no matter how crazy it is, getting you to change that seems crazy to you. But I, I put this to anybody who thinks that the priest shouldn't get married or that we shouldn't have grown men lighting the candles instead of young boys in dresses. Um, if that wasn't a thing and someone came to town and was like, listen, um, I know the church that you, you've been in is, is, is great, but... I have this new church where uh, this guy who, oh, no, he doesn't have a wife or a girlfriend or anything. It's, it's, it's forbidden. Um, he just wants to hang out with your kid while your kid's in a dress all day unsupervised. <laughs> you, you don't mind, do you? It's for the Lord. Uh, you you want to give us your kid unsupervised in a dress? Like, no. You, you, you'd be like, that's, that's way more insane than just letting some priest get married. That's beyond insane. And, uh, you know, I, I say this like every other week. If more people listened to us and and took our advice, uh, the world would be a better place. And I think we should. Uh, I think you should be pope, and I think we should take over the Catholic Church. I should be jo- pope, and just to kind of just because it, it, it's gone really deep, and you, you know they still got systems of cover up. I know they're against capital punishment, as am I. That being said, I'm for it. The top five guys. I'm I'm, I'm getting flexible as this if I get the big hat. <laughs> all right. So uh, every month. The biggest five guys in place who knew about this shit and did nothing, um, I'm literally going to saw them in half. I mean, like right in the Vatican Square, old school like Spanish a magician's trick, except without the, the the magic part where they no. fold their legs into one box, where it's just like I'm not even going to claim that it's magic. I'm going to say <laughs> what you're seeing is a man literally saw it in half. Oh, you mean you're like Penn and Teller? No, not like Penn and Teller. Like Pope Innocent the First, uh, who also <laughs> was not that innocent. Saw a lot of people in half, but me, I'm going Pope Innocent the First. On these pedophile priests, not even just the pedophiles, they just get locked up like a pedophile should get locked up. The ones I want to saw in half are the people who knew about it in high kept positions. It going, and did kept nothing. it going, kept it going, kept it going, kept it going. Move the priest, move the priest, like checkers. Move the priest here, yes. jump the boy. Move the priest here, jump the boy. I saw this on an episode of the Borges where we're hanging them upside down, spread eagle. I will get uh, two people with those long 
old school lumberjack saws, you know what I'm saying, those two-person saws, we start sawing them in half at the taint. At the taint. This was on an episode of the worst. And in fact, you know what? I'll even be holding the saws. I'm going to be one of those humble popes that gets his hands dirty. You know what I'm saying? I will will (laughs) redecorate my white robe. I will paint that fucking thing into a cardinal's robe. I will turn that thing red. And I will, you, you know... See if that doesn't do something. You know what I mean? See if that doesn't get it done. That way, next time a, a priest goes to a bishop and he's like, Father, uh, forgive me, Father, I've sinned. I fucked an altar boy. You know what I mean? Just like I did a couple months ago. Can I go to the special camp where I hang out with other pedophiles? We pray and pass pictures back and forth. And then I get moved to a new parish. And he'd be like, oh, I, I'd like to. But uh, technically, te- technically speaking, according to, to new uh, Vatican law... I will literally be sawed in half by a coked up drunken atheist pope. I will as he cackles like a wild man, fucking powder falling out of his nose. You know what I mean? Like white powder, the color of heaven, dangling out of it as as he laughs like a wild man in high def broadcast to Catholics across the world. In fact, they don't just have to be Catholics. They could be I'll let metalheads show up and fucking have their little dances. You know what I mean? Oh, they can have a metal show up. Uh, Denmark metalheads, uh, the Nordic yeah. metalheads, the ones that are always killing animals and uh, into that kind of shit anyway. You know, we haven't been recruiting well with the youth as Catholics. I think we could recruit metalheads and get them to join the church because we're literally sawing pedophiles in half. And what's the downside to literally sawing pedophiles in half? Some countries are going to go, hey, why are you being so anti-pedophile? You're like an anti-pedophile extremist. Fair enough. I am an anti-pedophile extremist to the strong. I'm I'm practically an anti-pedophile fascist. I, 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 I I am... the strongest anti-pedophile out there, sawing them in half in a funny hat. You are going to have to deal with the janitors' unions, though. You might the have janitors? to do some union busting, uh, because the janitors' union at the Vatican, they are not going to want to clean that shit up. I don't know who you... Maybe that could be the job of no. regular pedophiles that go to jail. They get out there with a fire hose and a scrub brush and a toothbrush, like like the army tra- days, private, where I you have like to get it. down with a toothbrush and clean your boots, except you send them out there to clean up the, the guts, because uh, I wouldn't want to do that to any innocent janitor that's just trying to make a living pushing a broom paying for his family. He's got to go clean up shit and uh, intestines now. Mm, pedophiles are freaks. It might turn them on a bit. I like it, but I don't love it. Here's here's my suggestion. The guy who cleans up um, my 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 fun time pedophile saw saw afternoons. We'll we'll make it a Thursday. Why not? I don't think much goes on on Thursdays. Um, the one who cleans that up is going to be these guys' replacements. You know what I'm saying? So they oh, get to see like, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. you want to you, you got a new gig, but just just know things have changed. Not the same rules as the last pope. Did you see uh, the the Netflix series Ozark with Jason Bateman? I did not, no. It was not too bad. I enjoyed it. I'm not sure if I enjoyed it enough to watch season two, which I guess is out now. I, I liked season one. But what you are talking about, there was a moment in there. So he plays an accountant, and he and his partner, a drug lord, visits them and slowly over time sort of lets them know that he is a drug lord. Like, he doesn't say it, but they figure it out. And so once they figure it out, you know, they're not... He, the accountants are not the drug lord's client yet, or they don't work together. But once they figure it out, he's like, okay, you kind of know who I am. You figured it out. Do you want to launder money for me? And uh, they go, yeah, I, I think we could do it. I think, And he's like, okay. Yeah. And he kills his previous accountant right in front of them. 
Like, nice. now you're in, so you see what happens if you fuck up. But it's exactly what you just said. Maybe I could make the new replacement saw them in half. Because I'm like, listen, I want somebody in place who knows the Bible, but I also want someone in place who will who literally saw pedophiles in half. Uh, that's because that's that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna you're gonna be my pedo catcher, and I want you to saw them in half when you catch them. That means that I will say that anybody who is surprised by by this going on in the church at, at this point, because this is this has been in the news literally my entire life. Any yeah, anybody this is what we talked about last week is that yeah. there is no sh- I, that was how we even opened. I said, how can anyone pretend to be shocked? I mean. The fact that what's it going to be next? Alabama, Wyoming, California. Are people going to be shocked again when it's a different state? Like, right. And that's what gets me about that channel. Now, they, they are good about about condemning this and, you, you know, say these guys should be fired. They should be thrown in jail. They should be, you know, that being said, the surprise. Like anybody, any Catholic who's truly surprised by this at, at, at this point in 2018 you must have loved the 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 Roadrunner show when you were a kid because every episode you're going, oh fuck, the coyote's gonna get him. No, this time I really think he's got. Oh, he got away again. Yeah, I didn't think he'd get away this time. Hey, he's a fast motherfucker, that Roadrunner. Oh no, the coyote's bad. He got away again twice in one episode. This is the best cartoon ever. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, shit. I just thought of a dumb segue. I just said that's hilarious. Uh, Let's use that as a segue to our next uh, story, something that's not hilarious. I sent you a link. Uh, Unlike unlike pedophile priests? Jesus Christ. What's that? Unlike pedophile priests like we've been talking about for the last 20 minutes? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just I sent you a bunch of articles, and this one I really wanted to talk about. Uh, Purdue University comedian Andy Gross walks the freshman class at their introductory meeting. He, they all uh, said, "Oh, he sexually harassed a girl and made her uncomfortable, and it was horrible." Did you read that story? I I skimmed through it. Yeah, let me, it let me was fill the listeners about, in. He, let me fill yeah, the listeners yeah. in. So, a comedian slash magician uh, performed the incoming ceremony. They hired him like they're going to welcome the students, and then at the end of the 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 the. the meetings and welcome to Purdue. Uh, we have a comedian magician for you. And this guy's apparently a YouTube celebrity. He does uh, YouTube magic. And what he did is he got a young girl on stage, you know, a freshman girl. If he was good at, at comedy or magic, he wouldn't be doing both anyway. Right. So he gets a young girl on stage and he, you know, like, he's a ventriloquist. Uh, not a... And so he makes his penis talk. He's So he the girl's on stage and, like, the voice is coming from his crotch. He's like, boy, you're sure hot and stuff like that. And he did uh, this joke. Sure, I've seen where... him make it. He can make his dick sound just like Jeff Sessions, and that's hilarious. <laughs> Looks well, just he... like him too. It's ridiculous. What he did Funniest is thing I've ever uh, seen. they they stood next to one another, and she was supposed to like it was supposed to be a magic trick where I don't know exactly what happened because it's an article that describes that they were standing back to back, and she was supposed to put her hand somewhere. And then he was supposed to, here's your card, or something stupid like that. And he did it the trick wrong on purpose, and then made the joke like, well, at least I got her to touch my dick or thigh or something like She didn't touch his dick, but the long story short was, it was, he put her in an uncomfortable situation and made sexual jokes. And here's what bothers me. I think it's okay that the kids walked out. I think it's fine that they protested. I think it's fine that they said that, you know, he made a young woman feel uncomfortable. 
the thing that pisses me off is they say all those things, but they don't point out that the act was incredibly hack and the bullshit jokes that were in the news article are just the most trite. Like, I would have been more impressed with the students had they gotten up and said, this is red skeleton shit from like the 1950s. We're fucking out of here. Like, not the fact that it was like, oh, my God, he made his penis talk and it made her uncomfortable. Sure. It should have just been like, your act is fucking lame, dude. We're leaving. That would have impressed me more than all the sexual harassment stuff because the the other stuff is just too easy at this point. That, yes, it does sound shitty the way that you described the the article. That being said, any time there's an article about a joke not being funny on stage, I, I always think back to... Um, the the cops reading uh, the 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 jokes of Lenny, oh, Lenny Bruce, Bruce in the courtroom, yeah. and they didn't have the context to set up his delivery, any of that. So of course it wasn't funny. Um, yeah, that being said, it did sound like it was shitty. Um, here's, well, that being here's said, I've of, seen that thing done a million times yeah. by a million magicians, where they're like, right. "You touched my penis," you know, like or something similar. Where, ha ha, that's funny. And you know, maybe in a nightclub with adults, it's still sort of creepy, but it's okay. I get it because I've seen it. But it's in a bar and everyone's over twenty-one. But when you're like a forty-year-old comic and you've got a seventeen-year-old girl on stage and you're doing it. Uh, you kind of deserve to get the entire class walking out on you saying, you're a lecherous fucking creep. We're out of here. It's definitely weird. And here's here's sort of my um, my, my my rule on my, my – well, not rule, but, but sort of my philosophy on quote-unquote offensive jokes, right? So what is considered fen- offensive is slightly different to every single person on the absolutely on the as far as everybody what's is offended offensive by something and 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 how much now you can even you can then extrapolate that to where well certain ages certain demographics whatever um certain political leanings whatever are are going to tend to find certain things offensive as opposed to other people in a different group who would find those same things not so offensive or maybe not offensive at all, but then they have these other things over here that they find completely offensive, right? Like, for example, um, that that room, oh, if you say anything that could be considered, of, of course, sexist or, or racist or homophobic, of, of course, that's offensive, you know what I mean? But if it was a young woman doing pro-abortion right jokes, of course, that's hilarious. Now, People in a small town in Alabama, you could probably get away with some of the stuff that's a little more sexist, homophobic, racist, whatever. But you make an abortion joke and you just made a, a joke about murdering babies, about state-sanctioned murdering babies. So it's, it's, it's different to different people. Now, as far as things that that person does find offensive, how however much they deem this one, this thing offensive, your joke has to be that funny plus a little bit more, you know? And so that that's why stuff like airplane food, you know, is considered hack and cliche and everybody does it. Well, because it's easy. It doesn't have to safe. be that funny about airplane, because no one finds airplane food offensive. It's it's a very, you know, food well, stuff. People with people taste buds do, but joking about it's easy. No, right. I agree no, but no one, no, Yeah, no one finds the idea of airplane f- jokes offensive. So you don't have to make them, uh, you know, uh, Richard Pryor live on the Sunset Strip funny. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be way up here, right? Whereas if it's 
I, I don't know, say, a, a, a white guy using racial slurs in front of a bunch of left-leaning college kids. You can do it. But that better be the funniest fucking joke ever said. <laughs> like, you better crush with it. And this guy was doing something that they are going to consider offensive. But he just wasn't being funny enough with it to where it wouldn't matter. Good goddamn point. And let me say this. You said everything I was thinking only a lot more eloquently. Because that's what I was trying to say is... is you say I, everybody is offended by something and you use your analogy. Well, as a comedian... I'm offended by how lame the joke was and how old sure. the bullshit was and how I've seen it before. That's what I was saying. That does offend me. That's what I was saying is I was offended too, just not for the same reason that the fucking students were offended. They were offended because, oh my God, there's a girl on stage and she feels uncomfortable, And which I get. Like I said, if it's if it's a 40, 35, 40-year-old 40 woman in a bar, eh, still kind of creepy and inappropriate, but I get it. They're going to laugh. They're going to get, you know, she's been through some stuff. Uh, but, you know, you got... I, but I was just more offended by the fact that it was hacky, trite, and bullshit, and that this guy is getting paid money and being a YouTube celebrity for doing shit we've all seen a million times. That's what offends well, right. me. Right, and trite. I mean, you know, so since since we're, we're we're comics, we don't tend to have knee jerk reactions to certain types of joke. Like if we hear a guy, oh, he's 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 talking about you know a really dark subject or a really offensive you know you know sexist, racist, whatever. Um, we don't tend to, on a personal level, tend to have that much with that. We'll analyze we get, it. We'll sit back and go, huh, where is he going with this? Yeah. yeah. Whereas we get annoyed with the shit we hear all over and over again, like Tinder jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah. That being said, if it's a funny enough Tinder joke, I'll give it some respect. But it's got to be good. If, if you start talking about Tinder and how the, the, the lady in the, the, the picture didn't look like the lady who showed up, you better be fucking hilarious about it. This better be... Fu Otherwise, I'm going to be like, man, now a regular crowd, they haven't had to sit through a million of those jokes with that premise before. So that'll still go pretty well with them. Whereas me, I'm like, oh, another one of these fucking things. But if, if you truly make that hilarious, you know, um, then I, I, I'll have to give it up to you. I can't remember his name, so I shouldn't bring this up, but uh, it's sort of an odd segue. I know what you mean. I remember seeing a comic, and I, I wish I could remember his name, who did airline uh, humor and did it so well that I right. sat in the back of the room going, holy shit, I am enjoying this airline humor. Yeah. Like, I was exactly. sitting in the audience going, when he said airline, I sort of had a sort of like a knee-jerk reaction, like, oh, boy. But then it was so good. I, 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 I'm just speaking situationally. I wish I could give, be more specific. But I do remember, uh, you know, just enjoying airline humor. Right. All right. And it's the same with Trump jokes. Everybody out here is doing Trump jokes because yeah. they're, in, they're in New York. And, of course, the comedy crowds in, in, in New York, unless, unless it's filled with, like, mostly tourists, they're going to they're gonna hate Trump. And so it's all, oh, I don't like Trump. Blah, 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 blah. And, and it's, you know, you constantly hear the same premises over and over again. That being said, some of the shit's hilarious. A lot of it's not. And especially with the Trump thing, a lot of people like to just fucking rely on, I'm going to get in a... I agree with you, clap, you know? And, yeah, and so they yeah, won't even yeah. bother putting punchlines in there. And just, I think he's the worst president we've ever had. And, like, that's... Fuck that's him, am I right? 
and, and then yeah, they, they, they respond like, on the right. We, you ask a question to the audience to get agreement. Man, Trump is the worst. Yeah, I agree, too. And you feel that's an applause break because you sort of asked them a question and waited for a response instead yeah. of hitting them with a point of view or something funny and getting a response from something funny or your point of view. Right. It's to the point to where when somebody starts getting on like the few times I hear somebody get on stage and start making pro-jump jokes or uh, pro-Trump jokes, that's that makes me happy. I'm like, oh, cool. I want to see where he's going with this. Like, yeah. that, that fucking takes balls to do that here. And yeah, and it's usually never works out. But, you know, it's fun to see. At least it's not the same old thing. Sticking with the college students as a segue, a former college student, this happened after we recorded last week, but I still think it's worth talking about, even though it's no longer in the news, because I think we talked about it several weeks ago when it first came up, but uh, California shitbag and complete asshole rapist Brock Turner lost his bid to have the uh, rape conviction against him dropped. So we had talked about how he was going to court and his family had hired a lawyer for him to clear his good name because he was just trying to sexually assault him, her, your honor. He wasn't really raping her. He was it was just sexual assault. And the judge was like, you know what? Fuck you. Get out and fuck Brock Turner and fuck him for trying to get his rape charge overturned. Uh, you're you're a uh, attempted rapist, you piece of shit. And fuck you. And, and I said that uh, directly to Brock Turner because I know he's a fan of the podcast. Who isn't right the, yeah, the, the, and the judge even said to him in court, I was surprised to hear him say this. He said, I told you this every time you've come in front of me. You either got to not rape people or you got to join the church first. That's the only way, man, that you don't go to jail. <laughs> not raping or being in the church. That's a good point. See, like you said earlier, Stanford doesn't really have a, a way of covering up the, the rape thing. What they do is they, uh, they kick them out, so... Yeah, right. it's uh, it's. Are you gonna say I, something? Uh, what what kind of what kind of lawyer is 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 taking this guy's case, thinking it's gonna help him out, man? That's that's no good. That's that's just I, career suicide. Is I I think did we talk about this? I think it was one of those cases where the lawyer just wants to get their name out there. I don't know because because yeah. if if. If he if he'll if if he will defend a shitbag like Brock Turner, there will be uh, drug lords and murderers and rapists that will hire. Like, oh well, this guy fucking takes shitbags, and I'm a shitbag. Uh, he'll take my case. I guess, man. It's gotta right. be it. One more story. Let's leave on a high note. Let's leave on a happy note. Oh goodness, this 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 story just made me laugh and laugh. And laugh. Jake, I'm going to read you the headline for the, so the listeners can hear it. I sent Jake this. Millennial couple bikes near ISIS territory thinking humans are kind and gets killed. And I thought this was like an Onion article when I, when I first saw the headline. And I start reading it, and I Googled it, and it kept coming up. I think it's fucking real. An idealistic young American couple was killed in, Isla in an Islamic State-claimed terrorist attack last month while on a cycling chip around the world. These 29-year-old kids left their office jobs because they've grown tired of spending the best hours of my day in front of a glowing rectangle. And they, where's the other quote? They th people they say people are evil. People are bad. I don't buy it. Evil is a make-believe concept we've invented to deal with the complexities of fellow human beings holding values and beliefs and different perspectives than our own. By and large, humans are kind. And so they got to Afghanistan. They went to uh, Tajikistan, a uh, weak state with a known terrorist threat bordering Afghanistan, where ISIS controls territory. 
got killed. I mean, I'm not happy they got killed. They seemed like nice people. Plus, <laughs> I to, to be fair, if you if you read enough in, in in the article, the month before they went jet skiing with Boko Haram and had a really good time. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it it doesn't always end at beheading. Sometimes it ends with you, you, you know fun little photos in in the cutouts with Disney characters, you and Al Shababi or whatever. You know, just sticking your heads through the things there, Minnie Mouse, you're Mickey, and you just have a good time. Well, I mean, it's not like I disagree with what they were saying. I think that the idea that uh, you have to be afraid and flinching all the time because everything is evil and you can always get... I think that's mostly media hype. Yeah, you can get in a car accident at any point. But to go to a fucking ISIS territory and go biking around like, well, if something happens, we'll just shake their hands and say, hey, we're all brothers and sisters. You believe one thing... That, to me, is what makes it funny. That's why I laugh. And I'm a horrible person, and I know I started laughing as I was reading their quote, and that I'm, I'm an evil person and I'm going straight to hell, but I think that's... It's like, you're just dumb. Just fucking get over yourselves. Just... It, it doesn't mean don't travel the world, but... Okay, let me tell you a story. I'm a, I'm a complete moron. According uh, so- to my sociology teacher who eats nothing but kale and has longer pair, hair under her armpits than she does on her head, Ooh. not all ISIS members are terrorists. That's <laughs> racist. You saw the news story about eight bodies found in Cancun this week, correct? Did you see that? Oh, I didn't see that. No, I didn't send that to you, but it was just it was a couple days ago. It's recent. So uh, Cancun has been getting a lot of bad press because they've been finding bodies. Now, uh, have you ever been to Cancun? No, I have been to Cancun. Have you ever seen it on a map? It's a little strip. Uh, it's got water on both sides. It's not an island, but it's uh, it's, you know, like it juts out from the mainland and then goes up this strip and then juts back into the mainland. So they have like. You, you could basically like like the like the West Bank only surrounded by water and with with attachments like maybe, maybe it is an island and it's attached by bridges only I can't remember either way it's completely isolated it's completely isolated okay. the, the the hotels so there's there's a mainland city and then all the tourist hotels are completely isolated so you can control what goes in and out of it and keep it safe for honkies yeah Americans and tourists um, now, when I was there with my baby, we needed to get her food, and they said, well, there's a Walmart. You just hop on this tourist bus, and then you get off at Walmart. So I got on the bus, except Walmart was, like, around a corner. Like, you didn't see it. So I didn't get off the bus at the right point. And I stayed on the bus, and as I was on that bus going deeper and deeper into Cancun, I literally was going, well, this isn't good. This is not a good idea. And I'm seeing yeah. gang signs, and I'm seeing, like, burned-out cars and I'm the only white person on the bus. And at one point, a nice woman sat down next to me and she Our said... Our tour guide has seven teardrops tattoos <laughs> on his face. Do you think nice that means woman said- sat down and said, I don't think you should be on this bus. Do you know where you're going? And I said, not really. I was just going to take it to the end and get on the other bus that was going the other direction and just go back. And she goes, I wouldn't go that far. So I went up to the bus driver and what he did was there was a bus going the other way. He flagged it down and I got off one and right back on the other and headed back to the safe tourist spot. So uh, I'm not sure. I was trying to relate that somehow. Like, I've done dumb shit like that. Something could have happened. So you, 
The whole point is you don't fear. You don't read a headline like, oh, this shit is happening in Cancun, and you don't go to Cancun. You still live your life, but you don't do what I did on purpose. Like, what I did was an accident. I was an asshole that didn't get off the bus on time, but I didn't get off the bus and then go for a walk and go, look at these gang signs. Look at this. Look at these nice men with shaved heads. And uh, I'm starting to notice the only vehicles on the road are either low-rider cars plated in gold or donkey rickshaws. Nothing in between. (laughs) This is hot. So, yeah, I, I agree that people, by and large, are good. But if something is known bad, you don't go sticking your neck out there. Uh, pun intended, I guess. I didn't mean to start that phrase, but since I said it, I will own up to it. But, uh, yeah, I got to admit, it's, it's a sad story when you read it. But I just I love the headline because the headline is so comical because someone threw that in there on purpose, like millennial bashing, just because it's such an easy shot to take. Millennial couple bikes near ISIS territory thinking humans are kind and gets killed. Well, it could have been a couple like fucking 60 uh, hippies from the 60s who are now in their 70s or 80s doing it. But just the fact that it was millennials, just just that uh, generation gap made me made me giggle, made me titter. And honestly, if ISIS didn't get them. I heard that on their itinerary next week, um, they were going to cover their dicks in salmon row and try to get blown by Tillicum the whale at SeaWorld. I don't, you know, that was their next vacation. Not all Tillicum the whales are, are, are bad. That was what they were trying to say. And it's like, I, I, all right, man, do what you want. I thought you were going to go a different way with salmon by saying they were going to go uh, cover themselves in salmon guts and walk up river by the bears so they could hug bears in Alaska. No, I like the idea of them trying to get hit from the killer whales. There you go. All right, kids, uh, do you have thoughts on millennials biking near ISIS territory and getting killed? Send them to us. Otherwise, uh, visit jakevevra.com, visit nathantimmel.com, tell your friends to listen to us, say nice things about us, share our podcast with people, and, uh, yeah, I think that's about all I got. So goodbye, and thanks for listening. Later. Later.